0: Welcome back to the Revenue Collective podcast. Thank God it's Monday. I'm your host, Tom Malamo, and every week we come together and we try to learn the tips, the tactics, the strategies to become a better revenue leader in the B2B world. And that's why we're here in this podcast. So I'm really excited about today's guest, really excited to get into it. Before we do, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor. So this episode is brought to you by Quotapath a commission tracking software built for sales, operations, finance, and accounting teams. If running commissions and payroll has you running for the hills, Quotapath is for you. Quotapath helps organizations track and manage commissions and pay their teams accurately and on time every time. Keep your team motivated and on target. Simplify your commissions at Quotapath.com revenue collective and give your reps the gift of transparency. All right, now for today's guest, I've got the, this guy's a legend. Paul Fifield, he is the uh, co-founder, CEO of Sales Impact Academy, was a fairly legendary uh, sales leader, has, has led and, and managed teams worth over $500 million uh, in value. He's taken business from zero to $100 million in combined sales. He, he's raised hundreds of millions of dollars of investment across VCs. So Paul knows what he's talking about. And uh, we talk about what he calls the biggest travesty in modern day education, it tees up a great conversation. I think you're really going to enjoy Paul. You're going to feel his charisma, his attitude, his energy through your headphones. So you might stop cooking breakfast or uh, walking the dog or whatever you might be doing because you'll be enthralled with with Paul's uh, enthusiasm and energy. I know he pumped me up as well. So without further ado, I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to bring you straight into my conversation. Paul Fifield, enjoy. Alright, Paul Fifield, welcome to the Revenue Collective Podcast. Good evening or, or afternoon to you. How are you doing? Very good. Hi, Tom. How's it going? Great great to be here. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to have you on. I, I always love to know, especially in this day and age, like where folks are, are quarantining out of. So you're just in, in London, London proper, or, or where are you? uh yeah the 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 real proper london so
1: uh, north london uh, a place called crouch end if you want to be specific yeah and i haven't had a haircut for three months (laughs) i can't tell with the hat or maybe that's why there is a hat (laughs) on that's why i've hacked at it with myself and it's i'm not a great hairdresser
0: (laughs) yeah yeah, hey well, this is a this is a good time for you then because that's your that's your built-in excuse. Yeah, they're opening in 1
1: month. We've had them closed okay. for 3.
0: Oh wow. So you got you got another month of hat wearing to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Self-hacking, self-hair hacking and hat wearing, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh well, I'm excited to have you on the show. There's a bunch of different topics I want to get into. And we're gonna talk probably for the bulk about Sales Impact Academy. Before we do that, I'd be remiss if if I didn't bring up one of your earlier career experiences that I found pretty interesting, uh, just from looking at your LinkedIn. The first thing you did, you know, following university looked like you took ten thousand dollars or or you know an equivalent from your mom's credit card to start a company and then ended up running that company for what, five or six years? It looked like you got absorbed by a larger firm. So massively successful from a loan from your mom coming straight out of school so i'd love to hear you tell that story
1: sure yeah wow you've gone you've gone way back um we go deep (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't really talk about this very much but I'm, i'm obviously very happy to so this was like back in it was like back in 2002 and that would this would have been my Third company actually by then by then as well, so yeah. Just I took I took. Uh, I got my mum to to give me like ten ten thousand pounds off her off her credit card. Bless her. Don't worry, mum It's it's gonna work. It's gonna, it's gonna be all good. And we set up a, um, i mean, we set up a production company, and we were really focused back then on creating content for the web. But you got to remember, I'm I'm a I mean I'm a fairly old git. So this was like back in like yeah 2001 2002 so like like there was like dial-up was the main way that you accessed the internet back 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 then so we'd be yeah. creating this content for various customers and like eight people would watch it <laughs> So the yeah. so the economics, way, and when those eight people did watch it, it was a pretty rubbish experience. It was like waiting to download video on like a fifty-six k access to the internet was just not a great experience. But yeah, basically, we created a production company and we branched out into all sorts of other things. We we made TV programs, we made adverts, we made lots of editorial short form content on on the web, which is really what we we're kind of known for. We made some of the worst television you will ever 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 see (laughs) and we made some some kind of cool stuff as well so yeah that's that's what it was yeah and then we got kind of absorbed into a sold effectively sort of into a a larger group and then and then the journey continued
0: so you were just an entrepreneur at heart coming straight out of school like that's a that's a gutsy move you know to do that with no prior experience
1: yeah it's kind of interesting i I found out i don't know if this happens in, in america but in your third year, you can do a year like in in industry and I was doing a computer science degree because my mum <laughs> it was my it was my second degree, and I remember my mum i was hanging out in down in a place called Devon in the south of England. Over the summer, and my mum came down. She's like, "You've got to get back into university." And I'm like, "Okay, mum." And she brought down all these prospectuses of these universities, and she's like, "Computers look like they're going to be really big," and this is like 1997. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> "Okay, I'll just go and do computers then." And I just, I just started the degree, my second, my second attempt at a degree in computer science. And then yeah, found out in year three yeah well year three you go into industry but then I found out you could start your own company I was like how oh, cool I've, I've I've always you know wanted to do that and so instead of going into industry and getting it going and doing a year at Microsoft which by the way back then was that was when Microsoft wasn't cool and it was like yeah. fuck I'm not I'm, <laughs> I don't want to do that it sounds awful and I started my own company and the first company was like a web kind of like agency thing, which was terrible. like the people I'd started with didn't I thought they were good at programming and they were rubbish. Anyway, it was a terrible, terrible experience. But anyway, I just never went back. I just kind of I got the bug, did another one, did another one, did another one, did another one basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and then from there it looked like you you had a number of stints, you know, managing tens and, and hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue, running sales organizations before starting Sales Impact Academy what, about two years ago or, or a year and a half ago, at some point in 2019. Mm-hmm. Like y- you mentioned before the call that uh, the the problem you're trying to solve is the, I, I think the quote is the biggest travesty in, in education in the last 30 years. So one, correct me if I'm wrong, but two, like tell me a little bit about like the problem that you're seeing here.
1: Cool. So I think, sure, and I, I'd, I'd love to. So I, I think that, uh, and I'll come on to that that, that kind of grand Educational failure statement in in a second, but you you did get it pretty pretty much bang on. Uh, yeah, I think you know my career in sort of tech really really took off in about two thousand and eleven. I co-founded a, a company called Seros in New York. We raised some capital and 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 started growing that, and thankfully that that went on has gone on to become a pretty successful company. We sold like half of it last year to a private equity firm for just over a hundred million dollars. So that's, that was pretty cool, and I was like EVP of sales in in that company. But it was pretty scary experience because we just raised, you know, we just raised some money from a from a tier one VC in New York, Greycroft. I was put in this role of EVP of sales as as the co founder, doing because I had a fairly commercial kind of like naturally kind of quite commercial, and everyone kept saying like just just go build this repeatable, scalable like revenue operation. I was just like, how do you do that? I mean, it sounds so easy, but like, like how, like, how do you actually do it? And there was no book. There was no, there was no nothing. Well, when I say there's no book, I found a book which had just been published. It was very fresh called predictable revenue. Right. And I I don't know Mm -hmm. if you're familiar with the book predictable revenue, but like, I li- literally had just been published and, and I, and I, cause I was panicking. <laughs> I was like, I was searching on the internet, <laughs> literally going repeatable, scalable revenue. How do you do this? <laughs> I don't want to get fired and sent back to England. I kind of like, I've moved my entire family to New York. I was yeah. crapping my pants like, ah, <laughs> and, uh, I found the predictable revenue and I read it cover to cover and I'm like, oh my God this now makes complete sense. I always knew I was always fairly good with like sales cycles and that kind of thing. But I was, I was like, the way that you're successful in sales is, is, is your pipeline. It always, 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 always starts with high quality, consistent pipeline into the sales function. You can get a lot else wrong, get, but, but start, start there. And it was always unclear to me how you did it until I read that book. Then I emailed Aaron and Mary Lou and I was like, you know, well, I actually emailed Aaron. Ross, who wrote it, offering him a job. <laughs> he turned me down. But they've ended up agreeing to do a consultancy gig. And, and, that, and that was great. And I, I, I built my first SDR function at Seros. And, you know, it's still, there's a now a very big SDR function uh, there today. And then I came back to the UK in about 2015, joined a student company. We went, that was a wild ride. We went from two to $40 million in revenue in like three years. I built a hundred person plus, you know, organization in four countries that run ran the gamut from SDRs and AEs to CS reps. But here's the thing, and this is kind of, what I'm now getting to the problem, which is like, I didn't enjoy much of that journey. And there's a couple of reasons I didn't enjoy the journey very much, which is a couple of maybe sli- slightly slightly challenging CEOs, but on a, on a sort of more personal level it's incredibly stressful to basically be responsible for growing and delivering exceptional revenue growth like you know 150 200 300% annual revenue growth and at the same time have to learn how to do your job right yeah. and, and and this goes to the fundamental like problem that i'm solving which is if you think about it sales on a global perspective is probably the biggest profession that is Totally and utterly without any educational support. Now, if you think about finance, or you think about like law, or you think about HR, right? These big major professions that are very important to the functioning, the actual functioning of a global society, right? They've had over many, many decades, hundreds of billions of dollars has been invested in these professions and not just university and post university like specialist schools like law school, but continuous professional development in work. Right. If you're in in finance, you have to study and take exams every single year whilst you're working. And if you fail them, you can't practice finance anymore. I mean, it's pretty major educational infrastructure around these professions to ensure the world has the the correct supply of highly skilled people in these professions until you get to sales. (laughs) Where there's absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing. It's not even like, oh, there's a bit there and it's a bit rubbish. It's literally nothing. And if you think about it, here's an interesting stat for you. Most people don't know this. 50% of the world's companies are B2B, okay? Mm. And within every B2B company, the driver of growth of everything, right? Nothing happens until you sell something. That's the classic phrase. The driver of growth is your sales and marketing function. So if you think about it, (laughs) this is a problem that affects half the world's companies, and you're probably talking about a body of people, a profession, when you include customer success, B2B marketing, and and SDRs and AEs and all the rest of it, and RevOps. You're probably talking, what, 250 million people who are totally uneducated in their job. (laughs) They haven't got the core skills because it hasn't been taught. And that is one of the most absurd, enormous giant letdowns from an educational perspective that you could you could possibly imagine and and no one's really talking about it in that context but that's the truth and what it means is companies then are forced to become educators. They're forced to go, I'm going to build a sales function, and now I have to build a support function to train the sales function how to do yeah. their job. And that yeah. is absurd. That is, it's like crazy that you'd think, oh, I'm going to go and build a finance function, and now I'm going to build a finance training function to teach the finance function how to do their job. <laughs> and the yeah. same with law and and that so that's the problem it's completely nuts and that's why i said to you at the, at the opening just before we started recording it's the biggest educational travesty in the last 30 to 50 years
0: yeah and I, I i agree with that and um you know i've been saying for for a while too like you know there's no outside of like while you're at your job there's rarely any classes in in college there's definitely no classes in in a high school or anything before that and you know, I didn't even know sales was a real job until I started doing it. There was no one that told me in college that B2B sales was even a, a job opportunity. You know, it's like, oh, maybe I'll be a marketer or something like that. You know, I don't want to sell cars. That was like my only per- that was my only vision of like what a salesperson could be. So, there's so little education. What's your take on as solving the problem, like, because there's other sales trainers out there, right? Like some are small, some are bigger. Like what, what's your take on like, uh, where you're trying to bring sales impact Academy and how that fits into the the, the landscape to solve the problem.
1: Yeah. Cool. So here, here, here's an important thing for us is that I never, I, I like, we sort of ban the words sales training Okay, because kind of sales training has very we'll cut that out. <laughs> it's okay, it's fine. You can you can say, it. "Hey, man, freedom of speech, right?" <laughs> um, but we sort of ban it as as a part of our lexicon because the connotations of sales training is so terrible. It's basically middle aged man in a really shit suit in a really shit hotel with no windows teaching you some shit. <laughs> On terrible, <laughs> on terrible PowerPoints for days on end. And, it's, and, yeah. and and this guy that's teaching you who's middle-aged doesn't really care about it and hasn't done it for 15 years, right? That's the yep. kind of like, and, and yes, I'm, I'm, of course, there's probably there's good sales training and there's bad sales training, but it, it's generally pretty, pretty ineffective. And actually, one of the major flaws of traditional old-fashioned sales training is you pull a whole team off-site you know they're off site for a day, sometimes a whole week, which is just crazy. It's a whole week of not selling, and also it's not a good learning experience right. If you think about how human beings learn, we don't learn by being bombarded with information for a week or a mm. day or even a half a day right yeah. that is not how we learn and there's a reason why university degrees are stretched out over three years i mean I remember when I was doing my second failed- attempt, <laughs> failed attempt at a degree. I often thought like. Why is this so long? We could just probably do this in a year. But it's yeah. partly because, you know, human beings just don't learn in this kind of like pack it all in boot camp style learning. So, but here's the thing. So, we, yeah, like I said, we don't call this sales training. We're, we're an education company. Uh, and I'll just kind of go off on a mild, mild tangent just just while I remember Let's it. Do it. So, we're venture back. So, we raised a little bit of C's, uh, like, actually, pre seed. It was like a convertible loan note almost exactly a year ago, just a very small one to, to sort of get us going. And it's an education based VC in London. And I remember one of the one of the partners said to me this wonderful this wonderful statement, which I've never forgotten, which is the root solution to all problems is education. And I was like, whoa, that's a big that's a big statement. I was like, wow. Yeah. And I was like, actually, it's true, right? Actually, it really all comes down to education and so i do firmly believe that the solution to this 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 huge problem that we have in our profession we can solve that through high quality education and i think when you change the the lens and think about this as a we can solve this with education rather than solve this with training i think it does change things quite, quite a lot and that and that's where we are we're, we're creating an education platform the way that we're approaching it is that this is a long term relationship we have with people you know we 're expecting to have a relationship with people for many 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 years you know our, our educational offering literally starts with new to roll SDR and we have a fantastic new to roll SDR course called Adband prospecting, Sarah Brazier from gong as we 're talking about um, earlier on is joining this guy called Mark Colgan and they're going to be co-teaching that um, multiple times a year and we'll run that four or five times uh, a year. And we have that, and we have right up to, you know, our most ambitious course yet, which is aimed at CROs called the Definitive yeah. Guide to Revenue Leadership. And we have Mark Roberge teaching on that. We have Pete Crosby, who's like the professor of revenue in England, in, in the UK, and Mandy Cole, who is at, um, at Living Social, had a brilliant career there. And we have other guest stars, Anna Baird, who's the, 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 the CRO of, of Outreach, and Elisa Fink, who took... Tableau from zero to a billion. That legends group, legends all, right? Yeah. Are putting together a 24-hour over 12-week, you know, course, which is all which is everything you need to know to be a brilliant modern revenue leader. So we're running the gamut, right, across this kind of broad, broad kind of range of topics. And, and the way that we sort of deliver our teaching is we only teach two hours a week. So you know i i know again what it's like to be in a very high pressured sales environment so what we don't want to do is interrupt the sales motion so it's literally two hours of learning a week and it's highly technical and practical learning. It's not methodology. There's not like a Sales Impact Academy way. It's a, this is how to be a great SDR. This is the foundations of how to be a great SDR. Here are the, all the foundations to be a great AE and how you manage a, a sales cycle from, you know, opportunity to close one and following these different like milestones across the sales cycle. And here's best practice at every stage across that sales cycle. Here's best practice on how to be a great rep. Here's best practice on how to use LinkedIn effectively for prospecting and sales here's best practice on how you use video and we got the two, two execs yeah. from vidyard and here's best practice on how you use video in prospecting and sales and it kind of goes on and on and on and on and we're just we're just basically creating these very very powerful and impactful learning journeys and we're now creating some more micro learning journeys like four hours over two weeks we're releasing one on cold calling and every month, you can just dive in and do four hours of live learning with some epic people every single month. You know, if you're a company and you're hiring people regularly, you can say, hey, we use the phone line outreach. Dive into like Sales Impact Academy's cold calling bootcamp. It runs every it runs every month. Make sure you, you enroll on, onto the next one. Bang, 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 bang. And we're keeping people educated. So the cadence is, and the other big thing is that we're, we're live. And that has a massive, massive impact on, adoption and then completion as well because it goes into calendar it's a bit bit of an event i mean we had a we had a great milestone for us about four weeks ago with sam nelson from yeah. outreach you know we had a thousand people in a class it was it wow. was it was wild but it was yeah. awesome because I was sat there thinking, well, I sat there thinking, this is quite funny because no one knows there's, there's a thousand people here <laughs> and people were coming on asking questions. And I was thinking, would you ask a question so freely if you knew there was a thousand people here anyway, but it was like, wow, we're literally, this is what I'm, this is my dream that we can start to teach at a really big scale. And what I want this to get to is that one day we're teaching 20,000 people live, 50,000 people live. Half a million, half a million people live, and the mode of teaching that we're developing is that we're we're creating these implementation packs, so that once, as soon as a class is finished, the managers or the team leads or the leaders or the VPs, whatever, locally. Let's take a break, team, come back, and then let's discuss what we've just learned. We've got these implementation guides. We're going to do half an hour more because just Sam Nelson just dropped some seriously good stuff on how outreach have perfected sequences to get, yep. to get cut through with their prospects. Now, let's talk about it as a team. We've got this implementation guide. Here's some documentation. We're going to do a quick Quick quiz. We're going to do a short exam, uh, and we're going to embed this learning for twenty minutes, and then back to work. And then we can just literally put it into practice immediately, and bang, see the results. And so we have this kind of like almost event scale learning classes, followed by yeah. local embedding through through managers and team leads. And that's how I believe that we can make an, a massive dent in helping hopefully one day millions and millions of people to sort of, uh, to, to, to be educated in, 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 the core skills in, in our profession.
0: Yeah. And that, that you hit on two of the things that, you know, I find to be really tough with, with sales trading one being, you know, the old, you know, uh, middle-aged white guy that, that hasn't sold anything in 20 years, which that's not everyone, but that's, you know, that, that happens. So I love that you got people that are in the field, right? Cause Sam Nelson is still at outreach, you know, he's doing the job and he's also, is also teaching this. And you have just some, a, a legendary cast of folks that you drop there. And the other piece is the reinforcement, right? So I'd love to talk a little bit more about that because from my experience, someone comes in, even if it is a live training in person or, you know, virtually with, with COVID, you know, you get hyped up, someone brings them in for sales kickoff, and you're hyped up on this person, and for like a week you're like, oh, I'm gonna do all the stuff they said. And then like, if you ask them a month later, I don't remember anything. So like, how would you, if I'm a VP of Sales or, or running a team, like we just invested in this, whether it's money, time, resources, all of it, <laughs> we took our salespeople off the phones. How am I making sure that they continue to actually do this for the rest of the year? Even? Mm-hmm. Well, I think a, a few a few things to kind of um, unpack that. And again, I think the the other
1: Different approach that we have fundamentally is that we're a subscription based model. Now, obviously, all Revenue Collective members, as part of their subscription of their their membership, get access to Sales Impact Academy on on an individual basis. Excuse me. (laughs) Yeah, and look, we've got, I think we've already got a thousand RC members already onboarded onto the Sales Impact Academy platform, which is awesome. A whole bunch have already gone through some, some courses, and the feedback's been amazing. So here's a few things but you know the the, the business model that we have is that we're, we're a subscription service when we call ourselves sales education as a service and so we're always there like and this is the the other problem with the old fashioned model which is they come in for for a hit of learning, everyone gets pump, you know, really pumped—and they go again. And you have this decay, <laughs> which which happens quite quickly. Yeah. And then, to your point, you know, the company's dropped a hundred thousand dollars on, you know, blah, and maybe three months later, everyone's back into their old habits and can't even quite remember what happened. More yeah. to the point, the team's changed. You've had some attrition. You've hired yeah. ten more people, and you know. Uh, so actually, it was, it was almost a, a, a meaningless, worthless, uh, a futile exercise. We're a continuous like, solution. So we're, we're always there. We're as, we're as ubiquitous and as present as your CRM, right? And all of our courses like repeat four or five times a year. Some of them are repeating on a monthly, uh, on a monthly basis. So it's always, always there. So if you're hiring people, you can stick them into the, the courses. Everybody then gets – we ensure that everybody's got the same level of skill all the time. So this it's, it's is this constant kind of like – so we have this ability to do this constant reinforcement. Number two, the learning design is really important. Now we're not webinar, this is this is this isn't like every course that we do, it's not like a string of webinars. These are yeah. very highly like with, with very, very core learning design principles. We never teach more than 10 minutes. We have like interactive like breaks, we have knowledge checks each week during the course. We have tests at the end of the courses as well. So you get a certification, which you then can put on LinkedIn or, li- or your LinkedIn profile. We have people now tying in, getting 60 70% or above in your end of course exam to your variable compensation. So that's another like incentive to get people to really, really kind of like focus and learn. There's another reason why people focus and learn, which is this is such effective learning from world-class mm-hmm. people who are operating at the top of their game, you know, the yeah. likes of your Sam Nelsons and your Sarah Braziers and all this kind of stuff in the field right now, the stuff is so good that it actually affects your income, right? Because right? yeah. you sell more, you convert more. You know, you you retain more customers through this learning. But then this there's this is next layer, which is that we're we're building implementation tools around each class. There's almost like a microsite of stuff that we're developing around each class, which empowers the local managers and the local leaders to then continue the learning in a one-to-one perspective or a one-to-team perspective. So we can have 10,000 companies on a class and 100,000 people, but straight after class, all of that learning then happens locally, and we empower that to happen with the managers and, and the leaders. And it's a really effective way of le- of embedding that learning. You immediately apply it into your job, like like that, and it beds in immediately. It's called experiential learning in in fancy schmancy educational circles. Uh, and I believe as a as a blended pedagogy of scale and then embedding, it's pretty smart. And I and I do think it, it infinitely scales. I think we can have a million people in a class one day, and then have this kind of local learning happen through. The support materials that we give those local managers,
0: and just to reiterate for anyone that's listening to this while they're walking the dog or you know cooking breakfast, like you know, if you are a member of Revenue Collective, which you likely are, if you're listening to this this podcast, you do have access to this on an individual basis. So go in and and you can check it out. It's for free. It's part of the subscription that you have uh, with the community, which I wanted to underscore, which I think is a huge step you know, for both parties, really, like, I I just think it's a great, it's a great match. And uh, I just wanted to reiterate so folks know that. But I'm curious with you, you've done such great work in the, you know, one and a half, two years that that you've been running this business. So it's still in a a fairly early stage, you have some great content, you have these great partners you're working with, where do you see it going? Like, where Mm -hmm. do you, what are the things that are most important to you? As you look out in the next one, two, three years? Is it finding the right you know, more people to help teach things. Is it building out the courses? Is it just like, hey, we got to prospect into you know companies and start you know finding more customers? I'm I'm just more curious where your head's at with that. Mm.
1: Well, we're we're about 15 months in, so we've I feel like we've uh, you know we've we've done a pretty we've done a pretty decent job so far. We yeah. we've got about 35 employees. We have about 40 coaches. We're expected by the end of this year to be at about 100 employees. We talk in, in ARR and MRR and NDR because we're a, we're a subscription business. And it's looking great because of this problem is so cute. And I know because, I, like I say, I, had, I know the pain. I, I literally felt it every day like a dark cloud hanging over me for, for a yeah. decade. So we have six schools. So the way that Sales Impact Academy is structured is across six schools. So we have management and leadership, we have sales, we have prospecting, we have customer success, B2B marketing, and we're developing the RevOps school. And each of those schools has some pretty amazing industry leaders to, to, to sort of as adjunct professors who, is, who are helping us build out depth in those schools. So, for example, we're just about to announce Dan Steinman has just joined. Now, Dan was, is the chief evangelist at Gainsight. He wrote the book yeah. on customer success called Customer success. <laughs> and he's like, you know, one of the leading thinkers in, in customer success. And yeah. so he's now an adjunct professor and he's helping us build out the CS school. A few weeks back we landed Channing Ferrer. He's the global head of um, RevOps for HubSpot. And he's helping yeah. us develop develop and design, you know, the RevOps school. We've obviously got Mark roberge helping us with uh, with the sales school. We've been working with Mary Lee Tyler for a long time now. She's helping us build out the prospecting school. So one of the most important things for us is is now building just unrivaled depth across each of those schools so that you could almost each of those individually could be a spin-off business they've got that much kind of depth depth in them so that's kind of like number 1 and that's getting to probably, we're about 25 courses now. We'll probably want to get to 100, 100 plus by in, in about 12 months. And uh, In 24 months, we're talking maybe 250. At that point, we've probably got the most comprehensive, in-depth learning catalog for go-to-market teams all over the world. The second thing is, is developing more on-demand content. So that's going to be important. The third thing is that we're opening up our... Asia teaching slot in H2 this year. So 8.30 Mm. a.m. Mumbai time, which is going to be fantastic for all Revenue Collective members out there. I should also just say that we're going to need hundreds of of teachers. So anybody that's interested in teaching with us, please, please, please do get in contact. Hello at salesimpact.io or just email me, paul at um, salesimpact.io and then the whole of asia gets opened up to our live teaching product as well, as well so at that point we then have a live teaching product all over the world and then we just and we just then we just kind of like continue to, to scale right and yeah. and like i say i, I really want us to st- and, and build out this 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 support materials and support programs and like i say i i really want us to 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 at some point within the next couple of years be having 20 30 40000 Person classes because you know we are absolutely mission driven. I mean, I'm 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 really really want to help as many people as I can with this challenge. And there's millions and millions and millions and millions of people to help. So we've a lot of work to do to, to to really lift the industry and support all these people to be to be brilliant at what they do. And I think the 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 impact if we if we if we achieve that, the impact I think could be absolutely extraordinary.
0: Yeah, I agree, and I'm I'm excited for it. I love the mission that you're on and I'm excited to see where you guys go in the next few years, building out the content, continuing to get great coaches, expanding worldwide. You know, again, kudos to you for kind of pushing this through on the Revenue Collective. I think all the members collectively are are grateful to be able to experience this as as part of, uh, you know, what we're already doing through the community. So, Paul, I know we're getting short on time. I'm, I'm curious, like, any last thoughts that you have, and then I know that you just dropped your email, but if there's any other ways that folks can uh, get connected with you or, or learn more about Sales Impact Academy, let us know and, and we can uh, you know, make sure to tee that up.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, LinkedIn is always good. I'm pre- pretty, pretty active there. So Paul, Paul Fifield, and you'll be able to find me pretty easily. My email, paul at salesimpact.io. I mean, look, I've been a member of the Revenue Collective for about three years in the London chapter. So I'm very familiar with the, the network. I've known Sam Jacobs for for a long time. I'm just really I'm grateful for the partnership, hugely as well. And uh, I'm, you know, it, it is one of the most exciting things to happen to the company. And I think to your point earlier on, it, the partnership is just such a beautiful partnership, and um, it just brings such enormous benefits to to both to both parties and fundamentally to members, which is which is fantastic. So I'm I'm just really excited to be playing my part, right. To, to try and help the brothers and sisters in the sales world to, to, to to do well and not be stressed. I mean, it really comes down to that as a, as a basic, you know, as as a basic kind of mission, you know? So,
0: honestly, I could go with a little bit less stress we're getting close to the end of quarter, so can... <laughs> That's a good mission. I, I can't, I can't say I'm going to remove all stress, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. hopefully
1: the, the stress of, I don't know how I do my job. That, that bit yeah. we can tackle yeah, <laughs> the yeah, end of quarter yeah. pressure. I like <laughs> that's always going to be there. You, you have a course on that of uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying, trying to hit your number before the end of the quarter. There you go. No course. Yeah. Need, no course needed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's awesome paul i appreciate you coming on again everyone check out uh you can definitely connect with paul on linkedin check out sales impact academy uh paul thanks for being so generous with your time man no
1: appreciate thank it. thank you very
0: much i'd love to love to chat cheers tom boom i told you you were gonna like that episode you weren't sure you didn't believe me but i knew it i'm just playing paul uh, did a great job on that one love talking to him let's give a quick shout out one more time to our sponsors here this episode, again, was brought to you by Quotapath. Quotapath is the first radically transparent end-to-end compensation solution from sales reps to finance. Get started for free at quotapath.com slash revenue-collective. That's it for me, people. Add me on LinkedIn. I'm Tom Alemo, I work over at Gong. I do this podcast. Give us a five-star review on Revenue uh, Collective on on Apple. And uh, subscribe, leave a review, do all that good stuff, and enjoy your week. And we'll see you next Monday. Peace.